Hey everybody and welcome to the Dead Jester Productions podcast, episode number 134. Uh, this is a very last minute podcast, I'm throwing this together right before pushing it live. Uh, had some scheduling conflicts we ran into and then my own schedule kind of got in the way. So here we are, I lost, let me be honest, I lost track of how many episodes we had recorded, didn't realize we needed an episode for this week. And uh, I wasn't able to schedule anyone last minute to do this as I just figured it out today, which is Tuesday, the day before it goes live. So here we are. And uh, before we jump into anything, it's just me, by the way. There were no guests, nothing going on. But we do have a word from our sponsor, Dubby Energy Drink. Dubby was formulated to give you focus and energy with no jitters or crash. Our formula contains vitamins, amino acids, and neurotropics, including the patented Neurofactor. Dubby contains no calories, no sugar, no maltodextrin, no fillers, and no artificial colors. Dubby is great if you want energy while gaming, while working out, or if you just need to pick me up earlier in the day, whatever it is. Dubby is great for it. Use code DEADJESTER for 10% off your order. Again, that's DEADJESTER like the name of the podcast you're listening to right now. But check it out. 10% off your order. I I got a starter pack, and uh, I really liked it. I'm not big on energy drinks, and I was pleasantly pleased uh, to find out that I actually really liked uh, their products. The starter pack comes with three flavors. Um, I should have looked into this before I started doing the ad read here. Uh, It comes with... uh, was it Galaxy Grenade? Comes with Dub Sludge, which is actually my favorite one. And, uh, shit, I forget what the other one is. <laughs> but yeah, was it Dragonade, Galaxy Grenade, and Dub Sludge? Maybe I should read this. Uh, yeah, anyway, it's really good. I actually really like it. Uh, the Star Kit comes with the three flavors as well as the Shaker. The first time's. I did it with just 12 ounces of water, I think is what they, they say to add uh, for the packs uh, that come in. The, it's just an individual like uh, sample pack, whereas you can also buy like the tubs of it. The sample pack, I think it calls for 8 to 12 ounces of water. And I did that the first two. And then the dubs, I, I like those. Don't get me wrong. I actually, I enjoyed those. But 12 ounces of water is not enough for me to drink over an extended period of time. I go through that super quickly. So when I did the dub sludge, I just filled the bottle up to 24 ounce I think it was and I still really enjoyed that it probably I probably didn't get as much energy as I otherwise would have but I still really enjoyed the drink still felt like I had the energy to do what I needed to do and would recommend uh, so try it out today W energy link is in the description as well as on our, our website I'm gonna have that added at the bottom by the time this episode is live and uh, yeah check them out W energy use code dead jester for 10% off I'll mention it again right at the end of the show but yeah, I'm super excited to have them as a, a sponsor. Hoping uh, hoping it goes well. I'm enjoying it. Hope everyone that, that tries it out enjoys it as well. And I hope uh, hope you guys help us out by trying it out. Make us look good for sponsors. Ah, nice little drink here. I uh, I keep going on these kicks where it's like, I drink mostly water almost all the time. And then obviously I have W energy now that I drink, which in my mind is still mostly water. Um, whatever, whatever anyone says, 
I'm backing them because I enjoy it and I appreciate having them as a sponsor. And then I have, I, I came across these glass bottle Cokes, which I get from time to time. Really enjoy them. Even though it's the exact same thing. They, uh, people are like, oh, they're Mexican Cokes. They're bottled in Mexico. They use like the cane sugar, but they don't. They don't. They use regular sugar like everywhere else. It's just because you're drinking out of a glass bottle that it tastes a little bit different. It's the way the carbonation works. I was disappointed to find out they don't use cane sugar because that shit is delicious. Ah, nice, nice. Hits the spot. But yeah, it's disappointing finding out. It's like they, they're cutting costs. You think they're going to use a more expensive product while shipping it into the country? Absolutely not. They're cutting costs and they're just using that to make a couple extra bucks because it's bottled in Mexico. But anyway, into the show now. Uh, not much going on. Um, oh, except the former president got his fucking house raided in, in Florida. Donald Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate raided by the FBI last night. Uh, that's a, a whole fucking thing. People are going crazy over that. Um, I was just, we were, we were streaming last night. I got off and I go to, uh, I'm getting ready for bed. It's like 10 o'clock maybe or something by the time I'm just finally sitting down after the stream and doing whatever. And uh, I just pull my phone up and people are freaking out because his home got raided by the FBI. And uh, I'm just looking over it. It is insane how people like immediately show up with like all their, their Trump flags and like their uh, like Trump on the American flag, which I love that they're like, don't disrespect the American flag. Also, we're going to put our fucking guy right over in front of it. He's more important than the American flag. The fucking hypocrisy is astounding. You also have people out there like, fuck Trump, like they're waving their flags and like uh, posters and shit around. It's like, why are you people out here in the middle of the fucking evening while the FBI is conducting a raid? Like, what do you, like, <laughs> it, it is astounding how so many fucking people have absolutely nothing going on in their lives where this is what they're doing. They're out fucking either pro or anti-Trump just protesting or whatever in the middle of the fucking night. It's just some fucking guy. Like, I don't understand, like, one, what these people are doing. Like, do they not have anything going on in their lives? And then, two, it's like, why do people care so much? Like, it, he's a fucking politician. I mean, obviously, he's, he had more going on outside of that, like, beforehand and everything. But even with, like, Obama, Biden, like, just politicians in general. It's like, why do people idolize them? They're just, they're not that fucking interesting. And it's just, like, the way people... Absolutely, like their entire identities revolve around Trump. Trump, in particular, like the people have their entire identity revolves around either loving him or hating him. So many people are just obsessed with him, and their whole personality is just whatever he says for them to do, whatever he's interested in, whatever his ideals are. They're like, that's my entire life now is is just becoming whatever he wants me to be, and I'll vote for him because I have nothing else in life. And then the opposite side of that is you have these people who are. Their entire lives are just, I fucking hate Donald Trump, and I hate the people that support him. My entire life is going to be nothing but hating these people. It's just like, it is astounding what Trump and, to an extent, COVID, which is a separate issue, but it's astounding what, and that, because it was politicized, it's astounding what that has managed to do to people. Just so many people are so fucking boring and have no personality that this is their adopted personalities revolving around this guy it's embarrassing <laughs> it's fucking weird but back to the topic on hand his uh mar-a-lago raided by the fbi 
they, uh, I guess I'll break it down. I'll walk through it sort of chronologically, even though I'm not super well uh, educated on it. The FBI got like a, I don't know if it's the FBI, but like police in general as well. They got a search warrant from a, a judge, I guess. And they had, they did it in a way that he wasn't, that Trump wasn't going to be there and he wouldn't know about it because they didn't want him flushing documents down the, the toilet again, like he did when he was in the White House. And, uh, Side note, I find it hilarious that he he's flushing shit down the toilet in the White House when there's fireplaces all over the place throughout the building. <laughs> there's so many other ways to get rid of him. He's like, I'm going to flush him. But yeah, they didn't want him known because they didn't want him destroying any other paperwork or evidence or whatever. So they get there in the middle of the night when he's not there. They search it. They go through like his safe, I guess. And uh, they said it was uh, in relation to missing records. Um what is it like the presidential records act or whatever i forget the fuck it's called um essentially it is uh when you're president you're not allowed to take the paperwork and and stuff with you because you have to keep a record of what you do as president and by him destroying documents and evidence not necessarily evidence at the time but just destroying documents and like materials he used as president regardless of legality wise of what it was you're not supposed to uh destroy that or take it with you and uh yeah i don't know they, they went in using that as the reason they wanted to get the documents back they went into his safe took a bunch of shit out apparently or or nothing out i don't know and uh yeah so that's that's where we're at with that and in response people are freaking the fuck out i saw some guy a clip from him on fox news absolutely losing his shit um where he's like we're how do you word it? He's like, we're living in a third world country. This is third world country bullshit. That's what he kept calling it. This is third world country bullshit. It's like, bro, if if they raided the house of any other American, this wouldn't be an issue. But because it's your fucking golden god guy, you're freaking out. Another sip of the Coke. I shouldn't be drinking this on the show. Usually I, I wait until the guest is talking and then I take my drink. I mute myself, but it's just me. So we're just kind of doing whatever, going flying off the cuff here. But yeah, they're they're freaking out, absolutely losing their shit. Like this is fascism, this is communism, which I still find it hilarious and also sad that these people don't know the fucking difference between the two things. It can't be both of those. Those are ideological opposites. They literally cannot be both. Uh, they're absolutely losing their shit over it. I don't know what they're gonna find. I don't know or what they found. I don't know what's gonna come of it, but it's like, bro, like. People are absolutely freaking out. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's going to be interesting. People are going to get riled up over this. If they don't produce evidence now, a huge portion of the country, even people that aren't pro-Trump necessarily, they're going to say, this is disgusting. You just went in there and it was politicized. And you shouldn't be able to raid people without knowing that there's actually evidence in there. And if they do find something, or produce something rather, uh, people are going to lose their shit anyway, like a, a smaller portion, but mainly the Republican or Trump base are going to say, this is all fake. It's not real. There, you're, We're literally at the point now where everything is kind of set as far as like where the bases are. The pro-Trump people will never change their mind. Never. There's nothing you can do. They are fucking brainwashed. 
And I'm not talking about the people who voted Trump because he didn't like Biden. That's that's completely separate. I'm talking the people who are like the Ma- the MAGA people, the diehard MAGA people, where it's just like they will not change their mind. This guy fucked up COVID horribly. He tried to overturn election. He staged a coup to overthrow the government. And they're like, yeah, no, no, none of that happened. This is all this is all made up. It's like there's no change in these people's minds because anything negative, they will never believe no matter what you say or what evidence you produce. So like those people, it, it doesn't matter what happens. Those people will never change their minds. So like the only people whose, like, not necessarily the only people whose votes matter, but like the peop, the only people, the main people whose votes are being targeted at this point and whose opinions are being swayed by these investigations are the people who are anti-Democrat, but not pro-Trump, if that makes sense. Where it's like the people who are not necessarily even in the middle, but they're like, I'm voting for Trump just because of Biden or just because of Clinton. Not necessarily that they're pro-Trump, but I don't know. It's it's a shit show. This whole this whole investigation is not going to end well, regardless of what happens, because some some group is going to be furious and they're going to go nuts in some capacity. But only one of those sides is going to shoot somebody up if that happens, probably. But maybe no one will. Hopefully nobody. Hopefully no violence comes out of it. I hope not. But it's a it's a mess. It's going to be a fucking mess. On one hand, it's like you obviously want justice to be done. If there is justice to be done regarding this particular circumstance as far as like the, uh, the documents go or whatever. Whatever it is they're exactly searching for. If there's justice to be done, you want it to be done. But at the same time, it's like what's going to come of it, you know? So many times, uh, you know, you saw it the Black Lives Matter, and this is not the same thing, don't get me wrong. But, like, you see, like, results that people, with any regard, results you don't want people trashing cities, you know, burning shit down. That's not fucking helpful. It's just not. But then you also have the people that are like, all right, well, you know, these are black people, or these are, you know, minorities. This is something I don't agree with. I'm going to go shoot up their church. I'm going to shoot up their nightclub. You know, I'm going to go shoot up people at the mall. It's like... Or I guess it was Buffalo where the guy's like, yeah, I just don't like black people. I'm going to go shoot black people. I think it was Buffalo. It's like, what the fuck are we doing? The, the guy's kind of right. This is kind of is a third world country in the regards. It's like, you're just not fucking safe because people are retarded. I, it's a shit show. It's an absolute shit show. Sip of the Coke. I'm going to call it out every time. I don't feel like editing this podcast because it's so late. I might fix the beginning and uh, there's a couple of spots. I'll touch it up a little bit, but deal with it. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on with that. It's It's been kind of crazy uh, in, in that regard. I'm They're going to twist this so much. Everyone. I hate, for the record, I hate when people call me both sidesing things. I'm just pointing out what both sides are doing. I'm not sitting here saying one side is right or wrong. Like, it's very obvious Trump is a criminal. Let's be realistic. It's incredibly obvious he's taken things. You watched the videos of them lugging out all the documents from the White House when he left. It's very obvious what he did, but I, I'm explaining what, what's going to happen from both sides, in my opinion. It's, it's the point of the show here. We're not trying to take hard stances on shit. I will, you know what? I'm going to take a hard stance against uh, against killing people. For no reason, I, I'm I'm willing to go out on that branch and take that stance. But the uh, yeah, they're, both sides are absolutely gonna 
twist this so hard. You know, the the right's going to say this is, you know, they're they're just doing this because he's Trump and they're, you know, Democrats are trying to take over the country and shit like that. They have no right to do this and this and that. And like they're going to twist it to all sorts of bizarre extremes and their people are going to eat that shit up. Like I've family members that are just there. They, they just sit there and their entire source of information is Fox News and Facebook. And they will they will sit there and be like, oh, my God, you know, Democrats are literally trying to kill people. They're going to kill Trump first and they're going to then they're going to come for, you know, all the white people. They want to kill all white people. And it's like it's the same thing happened with covid. You know, they politicize it like, oh, my God, they're killing that covid's not real. They're like, if you go to the doctor, they're going to kill you. This is literally I'd family members say this. If you go to the doctor, they'll inject you with covid and kill you. At the same time, they're saying that covid isn't real. And then at the same time, they're saying, oh, the vaccine isn't real. It's Bill Gates wanting to inject you with tracking devices. And then those same family members wind up fucking dead. I had, I had an uncle that died because he refused to go to the doctor, even though he had COVID. He died just sitting at home. And then his his wife got so scared of dying that she ended up going to the doctor. And she was on oxygen for like months afterwards, like a month or so afterwards. I know she... She's in the hospital for like a month. They sent her home and she had her, they had her like hooked up to oxygen for a while. I don't remember how long. I didn't keep in touch <laughs> for obvious reasons. But it's like these people are literally killing themselves with their own stupidity because they refuse to listen to anyone. But they're, you know, these people like they're just so stupid. There's so many of these people that are just so fucking stupid. And they just refuse to like take a half a second to think rationally about it. I don't know. But yeah, they're going to twist this Trump thing and that to, you know, Democrats are trying to destroy the country. And then the left is going to be like, oh, my God, like, does this prove that Trump tried to take over the country? And, you know, were they trying to assassinate all the Democratic leaders? Like, they're going to do something stupid as shit as well, or they're going to twist it to be way more blown out of proportion. That's where we're at today. It's just everything gets blown out of proportion just to create outrage culture to keep people coming back. The more divisive things are, the easier it is to manipulate it. You know, it's, it's fucking annoying. The only reason I bring it up on the podcast, is cause it's big news. I'm going to, I'm absolutely going to include this in the title of the episode. <laughs> but that's where we're at with that. Um, I guess I'll do, I'll do movie talk next. I'm going to move on. We watched the movie Prey. This is just a hard changing topics. We watched the movie Prey, which is like the the new Predator movie takes place in like 1700s sometime in there follows a Comanche tribe uh, mainly one one girl in particular and uh, yeah Predator gets dropped off and uh, he's just hunting people down I've not seen all the Predator movies by the way I've seen the first and second one and then I saw like the Alien versus Predator movies but I don't really count those as Predator movies uh, but yeah he I'm not going to spoil the whole movie, by the way. I, let me say this. I, I highly recommend the movie. If you're even like somewhat interested in Predator movies, you'll, you might enjoy it. It's getting... People are complaining about it for being quote-unquote woke, which I'm getting really tired of hearing about that. The Predator movie's woke. The woke critics are criticizing Chris Pratt's show. It's like, no, they're not for the one. It's like Chris Pratt's The, the Terminal List. I'll talk about that, too. Like, everything has to be woke or, or like woke people. Like, it's like, it's just their, their new buzzword to complain about anything. Uh, but yeah, the pre- the prey movies was pretty good. I actually really enjoyed it. I'm not, I wasn't sure what to expect. Obviously, I've seen the first two prey movies, 
and I, you know, I thought, okay, maybe they'll probably go in the, the same sort of style. And they kind of, they kind of did. They have their thing down. It's just, hey, put the predator in any time, <laughs> any time period, and just let him do his thing, and it'll be a fun movie. Just don't fuck it up like Alien versus Predator. And uh, yeah, I don't know. They handled it pretty well. I liked it. Um, again, without spoiling it too much, really, just the the basic premises. He gets dropped off. And in, in this one, it's less about killing, like, the tribe of uh, Comanches than it is, like, the Predator is proving himself, you know, like, they kind of drill at home, too. There's a lot, there's a number of scenes where it's like, all right, here's, like, a mouse and a snake, and the snake kills the mouse, it's, like, a short little scene, and then it's like, oh, the snake is immediately killed by the Predator, you know, it's like, the, the analogy is like, there's always a bigger, you know, Predator out there or whatever. Any predator can also be prey or however you want to picture it. So they do that with that. And then they have like a rabbit being chased by a, a, I don't know if it's a coyote or like a wolf. I can't, I can't tell. I think it's a coyote maybe. I don't really know. And uh, so like, you know, the, the coyote slash wolf kills the rabbit and then it, you know, gets killed by the predator. And it's the, the same sort of, you know, imagery. And so that's the whole like sort of premise of the, that's the whole like overarching theme of the movie. And so it's the predators hunting down these animals, searching for bigger prey, like bears. You know, there's uh, like trappers throughout the movie. Like, you know, they, they're hunting down like a bison or buffalo, however you want to call them. And they're, you know, skinning them. And, uh, and then obviously there's the, the Comanche tribe. And so it's this girl just trying to come into her own instead of being like, you know, like a quote unquote housewife, so to speak. She wants to do her own thing. She wants to be a hunter. And uh, very like in the first couple scenes, the her mom's like asking her like why do you want to be a hunter and she's like oh because you people think I can't and that's like the whole that's her whole story arc essentially is why she wants to do it and what she wants to do and uh, yeah it's just her trying to become a hunter while dealing with the predator who's just hunting down anything in his path and uh, there's also the uh, the trappers there they're French trappers I'm not familiar enough with uh, that time period to really understand like the story of the French trappers and shit like that. I don't, I don't know. We didn't, I've mentioned it a ton on stream. I think I mentioned it on the podcast before too, how my education, the education system in the U S sucks to begin with. But like in particular where I'm from, I'm from the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania. All we talked about was like the constitution, you know, the founding of the country. And it's like, all right, the revolution. Cool. Cool. And then you get to like the civil war. We're going to talk about that. And then world war two, we'll talk about that. We don't really, we didn't touch on like Vietnam, Korea, World War One, we talked about briefly, but not really much. Mainly World War Two, just the cool battles, so to speak. Uh, anything that makes America look cool and good. Uh, yeah, didn't really talk about anything else. Yeah, it was everything was just kind of glossed over. We barely touched on so like we. It was like <laughs> the civil rights movement was like yeah, and then uh, you know then civil rights happened, and then we moved on to like this. And it's like oh, wait, what about civil rights again? Anyway, moving on. It's like they just glossed the fuck over it. So that's that's kind of where that's my educational background as far as American history goes. If that makes sense, it's just they gloss over all the actual like important shit. Not necessarily all the important shit, but like obviously World War Two isn't is uh, important, and you know the revolution and the founding of the country. But like they they're very pro America, pro good old boy sort of history. And so I got a very I received a very biased view of American history, and then uh, after that I. I continued to be retarded and play video games a lot, so I never went back and reviewed. <laughs> but yeah, the prey, prey was good. 
but it was good. I really enjoyed it. The action was good. The uh, the gore was good. Like they, it was interesting. Like I, I hate when there's over the top gore for no reason, right? Like I, I, the gore in this was like over the top, but like in a, it made sense within the context of the film. Them, you know, like they had like, all right, this guy gets disemboweled, but it's because he's fighting the predator. It's not like the predator walking up to a dead body and ripping his guts out and just guts going everywhere. Like it's like it makes sense within the context of the the rules of the film and the rules of like how the predator hunts. And I actually kind of appreciated that that they didn't go so ridiculous with it. Um, and then obviously you're gonna have a showdown with the predator at the end, but between the the girl and the the predator, and people that this is what people are complaining about. Like you're telling me. That, uh, you know, th- this girl killed a predator all by herself. And it's like, it's like, no. No, they're not, actually. She outsmarted him. Yeah. But it's like, she did it her way. It, it, within the film, it absolutely makes sense. And to be fair, she's fighting a fucking alien. Like, <laughs> suspend your disbelief enough that if a Comanche warrior is fighting an alien with futuristic technology... That maybe you should suspend your disbelief enough that she might be able to outsmart the alien for one moment or something. Like, that's, I don't know. I guess that spoils the film, but it's a predator film. You know it's going to happen anyway. I won't spoil, like, all the, the details of it, but it's a good film. Would recommend. Um, it makes sense to me, the way it ends and the way that the, the battles go down. I, I feel like it, it makes... They actually do a good job of wearing the predator down throughout the film to the point where it's like okay it's weakened now you know it's taken damage over time you know it's using up its tools it's been here i don't i don't know how many days take place over the film let's call it like four to five days maybe we'll say even a week you know the predator heals himself up a little bit but he's running out of materials he's using up all of his arsenal you know it makes sense that he's going to be weakened and battered and bruised by the end so i don't know i i enjoyed the film my girlfriend watched it with me and uh, she enjoyed it even though it's not her type of movie really but she seemed to enjoy it so that was good um, going back to what I said about Chris Pratt we also we've watched the first I think it's the first two episodes of Terminalist with Chris Pratt I don't know if we've seen three or not it's definitely the first two and it's okay um, It's the premise is like he's a Navy SEAL who's they're going to kill uh, like a terrorist like arms dealer or whatever and, uh, you know, they, they get there and they're in the middle of the mission and it's like, oh, everything goes, you know, goes tits up as they say, you know, they, they've been sold out or whatever. And his whole team is killed and just him and the one guy return alive. And then, uh, this is all the very beginning of the show. It's like, they get back and then his, his, the other surviving member is, uh, quote unquote kills himself, but it's fishy. And then he's wondering if it's real or not. And he basically has, like, a brain tumor, essentially. Like, he just, he can't remember things properly. He's confused as to what's real and what isn't. And so he's trying to fit, uncover this whole conspiracy of how they got sold out, who killed the team, you know, who's behind it all, as well as, like, what's wrong with him. And it's interesting, but it also comes off as, like, Chris Pat, Chris Pratt trying to be like, look how cool I am. I'm a Navy SEAL. I'm the toughest guy around. I'm going to kill her. I'm so tough. I'm just a tough... Like, I, that seems to be what he's been doing with a lot of his recent films. He did that. What was the... Uh, shit. What was the one on 
It was also on Amazon, I guess. Um, the is it Future War? Shit, I can't remember what it's called. Is uh yeah, it was the Amazon one, the Tomorrow War. I was close. Tomorrow War. That was another one where it's like everyone around him is a bunch of bumbling fucking idiots. Which within the context of the film, it actually made a bit more sense. You know, they're just bringing random people from the past into the future and making them fight a war in the future because they've lost too many people. And, uh, yeah, they, in that too, everyone around him is a bumbling idiot and he's like this super top tier Navy SEAL that just kicks ass. I don't remember what his background is. Some stuff, something with the military. And he's just the, the toughest, coolest guy around. And that just seems to be his shtick and everything. And it's fair enough. That's what he wants to play. It's whatever. But like, I just, I don't know. I don't fucking buy it from him most of the time. And, you know, I never even watched Parks and Rec. But like that, I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, he's just this goofball. But even in my mind, I'm like, he's just fucking compensating at a point. Like, I don't know. It takes me out of it for some reason. Internalist, like, it's not a bad show, but it's like, for whatever, like him in particular, I just, I don't know. Something about him just takes me out of it. And uh, like, I, I don't know. I feel like if it was a, if it was an unknown actor, I think I would enjoy it more, honestly, because it's like. Just him in particular takes me out of it. The fact that he's in like Jurassic World going like, who's the alpha? You're looking at him, kid. It's like, I don't know, between that, like Guardians in the Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy rather, you know, just whatever else he's been, I don't fucking know. I, it, it just takes me out of Like, I just don't see him as this tough Navy SEAL guy. And that's what it has to, like, it, it's just so over the top tough. And like, you know, he's, he's supposed to be so cool, so good at like, being the stealthy assassin guy it's like i just don't fucking buy it like as from him i don't know i'm gonna finish watching the show we'll see how it goes but uh i don't know we'll see i just i i really do feel like if it was an unknown actor i'd i'd enjoy it more maybe that's i give my girlfriend a hard time about this because she doesn't like tom cruise or liam neat she hates so many male actors to be fair <laughs> it's kind of sucks. she doesn't like tom cruise because of the scientology thing I don't know why she doesn't like Liam Neeson. She doesn't like Chris Pratt for whatever he's been doing. Like, I guess, like, he divorced his wife, you know, with the child. They had kids together or something. I don't fucking, I don't follow uh, actors and actresses outside, like, in their personal lives. I don't give a fuck. I'm just here to be entertained. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. She she hates so many people, but she's she hates Chris Pratt as well. And uh, she's not loving the show. But I think it's because she just hates Chris Pratt so much. But that's what we've been watching. As far as what we've been playing, her and I played a game called Unspottable, which we picked up on PlayStation. I think it's on Xbox and Steam as well. Uh, basically, it's up to four players. Uh, you get in, and it's... I'll just describe like a typical match. You go into a match, and every character on screen looks the same. Like If there's four players, there's also like 20 AI, maybe, we'll say, just give or take. Every, every single character on screen looks the same. Your goal is to figure out which of the characters on screen is another player and just hit them. And that's it. You just punch them and you, you get a point for that. Meanwhile, there's all these robots walking around and you can't tell who's who. And obviously, and when you punch, there's like a like two second delay where you look around left to right to see if anyone noticed you. And that gives your the other people a chance to hit you if you pick the like a robot instead of them. And that's the entire premise. It's just figuring out who's a robot and who's not and getting the other players. And then there's, there, depending on what map you play, there's different little gimmicks in it. Like there's a meadow one where 
over time all the ai like their batteries drain out like pretty quickly so they're just going disappearing one by one uh some of them you're like you're at a grocery store and you have to collect different items um yeah there's there's a number of different levels and gimmicks like that it's just a fun little party game we're having a, a good time with it uh there's a couple levels where it's like you're in a gym doing like it's not yoga i don't know taekwondo or something where like it like you'll just be moving around and then the, the instructor's like three two one then you punch and you have to time it correctly so you blend in with all the other ai all the other like robots that are uh uh doing the like the punch at the same time uh there's one where you're in like a like a dojo and you're ever all the ai are actually hitting each other so like they're taking each other out so you can get punched by the robots and you can blend in that way uh it, I don't know, it's a fun little party game we're playing that it's a good time uh we played uh shit the crash bandicoot games again we we're playing that it's playing dirt five which is a racing game which i'm not huge on racing games but we we're having some fun with that it's like a off-roading sort of game. People, are, I'm sure, are familiar with this. I don't need to explain what it is. And uh, we're playing like arcade mode, just unlocking vehicles and racing around with them, doing whatever. And uh, it's weird because when you go into two-player, the sound like gets super quiet. It's like really weird. Like I played through the tutorial and it was loud as fuck. You hear like the revving of the engines. You know, you're this, you know, the cars screaming around. Like the, you're drifting and the dirt's kicking up. You can hear all that, like the graininess of it. And we get into split screen and it's quiet as shit. Like you can't hear anything. The music is like, you can't tell that there's music half the time. You can barely hear the car engines going and stuff. It's like, this is weird. Uh, and I was like, all right, well, I'll go back into the, the single player real quick and uh, and just see what it sounds like. And when we found out we can play through the, the campaign together. So we've been doing that. That's been fun. We got through like five or six of the, the races. And we get to this one where it's like, I forget where it was, like in China maybe or something. And we just get our, oh no, it was South Africa, I think. And we just get our asses kicked. We just cannot, for whatever reason, we just could not control the vehicle. Like, it's just like off-roading vehicle. We're just, we're sliding all over the road, losing complete control. Like, I can't turn. I just, it just won't turn. I go flying off into the distance. I'm flipping up into trees and shit. Like, lost absolute control over it. And I'm like, this is not going well. So we're going to have to revisit that. I feel like we played something else. We tried getting back into Cuphead a little bit, but we were just getting our asses kicked on that. <laughs> just getting absolutely stomped. So that wasn't, uh, uh, that just was not going well. And then uh, outside of that, I've been playing Apex Legends like crazy. Uh, I've been doing that on and off stream. That's everything I've been doing on stream has been Apex. Off stream, I've been playing that a bit too. I started up. Uh, yeah, I started up. What was the other one? There's a, I don't know. Anyway, Apex Legends though. Been playing that, and uh, it's been, it's been interesting. Uh, I do well playing with randoms, even though I hate it. And uh, it, part of it is because if I play with like Kyle or and his friends, they are so much better at the game that I get matched up with people of their skill level, and so I bring the team down, and I feel bad, and it really frustrates them. Like they they're raging because like. It's basically like every scenario is a three on two, essentially, uh, or three on 2.1. Like I'm just barely there, just also firing in the general direction of the other players. Um, so I'm dragging them down that way. Part of it too is I just can't fucking keep up with them. They're playing like high mobility characters and looting super quickly. I'm playing a more offensive based character and I'm slower at looting. So like 
in the time it takes me to catch up to them, like let's say we start at the same spot, I'll I'll be looting and then they loot and they move on and I finish up my looting so they have a bit of an advantage. But then they're also faster than me, so that advantage is ex- you know just it's just exploited in that regards where it's like they just get further and further ahead of me to the point where I'm so far behind that they're finishing engagements before I even get there. And I feel bad because it's like, again, it's like, it's not fair that they have a teammate dragging them down, but I'm like, could we please fucking slow down? I literally can't get to you in time. And then by the time I get there, they, again, they've looted all the good shit, you know? And so it's like, I'm just stuck with absolute shit. So even once I do catch up, I'm just not fucking helpful because I don't have anything. And so it's just a mismatch, unfortunately. And uh, so I play with like randoms who are of my own skill level and I do so much better. Like it's instantly obvious how much better I'm doing with these people. Like I, we, we played, we did terribly uh, yesterday's stream uh, playing with, with Kyle and his friend and uh, they, they quit. I went to start playing on my own immediately. I'm, I do like, I get in like extra, I'm getting way more kills. I'm doing a lot more damage. I'm just doing so much better. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm winning. I'm like, this is good. Like I need to do, like, I feel bad. Cause, like I'd love to play games with them, but it's like, man, like this, the, this game in particular, like the skill level is just fucking us over. The skill based matchmaking is fucking us over because I'm just not good enough to play against the people that they play against. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, but I, I've been loving apex. It's, you know, I just, I've been trying desperately to get back into a first person shooter and I'm happy. I found something I've been able to enjoy. Season 14 comes out today, so by the time you hear this, it's already out. I've been playing it. Uh, new Legend Vantage. Um, she's, like, good with sniper rifles. She has a, like, a bat thing that she can kind of grapple to. She can position it and then grapple to it, and it gives her, like, a method of transportation. And then her ultimate is a sniper rifle that the first shot you hit an opponent with deals 10 damage, I believe. And it marks them, so you can kind of track them. And they're like, I guess they appear red. I forget exactly. It's not out quite yet at the time of recording this. But you can track them in some capacity. And then uh, your teammates deal increased damage to that person. And then your second shot from it deals like 150 damage, like flat rate, I guess. Um, so you also deal more damage with against them. And then the other benefit of it, her ultimate, is that when you're not using it, it's regenerating ammo the entire time, but you can pull it out whenever you want, as long as it has ammunition, I guess. Uh, so that seems kind of cool. It's an interesting version of an ultimate ability. So we'll see how that goes. I'm interested in, in seeing it. Um, but yeah, season 14 in general, I'm excited for it. It's going to be the first season I'm involved with from the beginning. And I'm going to hopefully play through the entire thing and uh, see how well I do. Because like I, I've said before, like I played Apex the day it launched. We won, like my, Ricardo, who's been on the show, he and I, played together day one the very first game we played we won and uh you know i played a handful of other games after that and it just wasn't my thing at the time because uh, i've never liked specialist or like legends or like specific like character based you know games like that like i just i've never really been into them but for whatever reason i've been enjoying apex legends lately um but yeah season 14 i'm gonna get in ground hit the ground running hopefully hit the ground jogging at least and uh <laughs> We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm excited to see it. I want to see how well I do. Now that I at least have some experience under my belt, now that I'm starting at the same time as everyone else with regard to the current season and the rankings and things like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I'll, I'm excited to, for uh, for you know to get started. 
And then outside of that, I think Man Maneater, I think was the uh, the other game I was playing. Yeah, Maneater, it's a survival game. It's like a shark game. I played it just a little bit. Played through like the tutorial essentially. You play as a shark and you're just eating other like fish and then people and shit like that. And uh, I didn't know if I'd like it or not. Because like I said, it's like you're just playing a shark swim around and eating things. It's like that, uh, like fish frenzy. You play as a kid on when we were like in, in like elementary school, like a flash game. We were just a fish swimming around eating fish. And if you get to a bigger fish, it eats you and you lose. It, I thought it's going to be like that. And to an extent it is. But the way you can like alter your, your shark's like DNA or whatever and like change his skills and how it looks and everything. I was like, all right, this could be a bit more interesting at least. But like I said, I've only played the tutorial. I'll play it a little bit more and, and see how I enjoy it. Maybe I'll get bored with it quickly when I figure out that there's it, it doesn't get any deeper than that. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm interested in it at least. Something else to play. We've been desperate for new games. Like I, like I said, we re-downloaded the Crash Bandicoot, the Insane Edition, I guess, on PlayStation the other weekend because we were just so fucking bored. We have nothing to play. Like the same reason we got Dirt. I'm like, I have nothing fucking to play. Like, I enjoy Apex, but my girlfriend's not going to play that with me. Um, other than that, it's like, there's just fucking nothing. Like, we tried doing Diablo 3, and uh, because of all the hype surrounding, like, Diablo, not even hype, just all the news and press surrounding Diablo Immortal, I was like, oh, I'll try this out, and it's like, this sucks. Maybe Diablo 3 is better. And we played that, and I was like, it's not my type of game, really. And then... I don't even know. Like, there's just... We have nothing to fucking play. And every time I, I Google, like, best cooperative games to play on PlayStation or Xbox, it's always the same shit. I'm like, man, I just... I don't fucking know. I, I don't know what to play. I, I wish something... Like, so many... There's so few... Not that there's none, but, like, they were abandoning couch co-op so quickly. Oh, they did, at least. And it's just so almost non-existent at this point. Like, obviously, you have, like, the Borderlands games. Like, you can play Call of Duty, like, multiplayer split screen. It's like, I don't, we don't want to fucking play that. We're not playing first-person shooters. She's she's not a gamer to begin with. Playing a first-person shooter is not going to work. You know, it's just, I don't know. We played It Takes Two a lot, which so many people recommend. And that was a good game. I enjoyed it. But we got through that, and then we played Moving Out. And uh, that's, like, where you're going and it's, like, a house moving. Not a simulator. It's like a house moving game where you, it's like a goofy one where you run in, you're grabbing shit, you're chucking it into the back of the van. And it's based to, basically, you're just trying to get all the goods and get out as quick as you can, beat the time limit. And then, uh, you know, some side things where you don't want to break it or whatever, like break items or whatever. Uh, we got through that. Uh, yeah, Cuphead is just too fucking hard. We're, we're struggling to get through that at all. We're up to the point where, like, we have to go back and beat the bosses on regular. So we can proceed to get to the final boss. And uh, yeah, we're just bad. We're just really fucking bad at it. <laughs> so I don't know. We'll see what happens. But yeah, we're just trying to find things to do. Because there hasn't been much to watch. There hasn't been much to play. So we're like, fuck. Like, what are we going to do? <laughs> um, we have been watching and we're caught up with The Rehearsal. Which is the new Nathan Fielder show. And uh, he did Nathan for you, which is where he helps small businesses by coming up with ridiculous ideas to bring in more business. And uh, that show is funny as shit. 
And I was like, all right, the rehearsal is going to be good too. And we started watching it in episode one, you know, it was basically like somebody has a, a problem where they're trying to like, you know, do something or whatever. And they're just, they don't know how to go about it. And so like episode one, like this guy's trying to, he does like trivia nights every week or whatever with this team. And they all have like master's degrees. And so he lied about having a master's degree so he'd fit in. But he doesn't actually have a master's degree. So he's trying to tell the one member of the team that he doesn't. And so they rebuild the entire bar absolutely identically. You know, the same, all like the seats have the same tears in them. There's balloon, like a balloon stuck in the vent the same way. Everything's identical. And they just go through his rehearsal. They keep track of everything he says. They make these big like dialogue webs of everything. Like it's insane. And that's the first episode. I'm like, all right, this could be funny. This could be interesting. And the show just takes this absolute turn to where it, it's so it's just it's just so far off the beaten path at this point. Uh, where like it, he's still doing that, but like it starts with the second episode is like, all right, there's this woman who wants to have a kid and you know, like get married, and uh, so she wants to rehearse, but she doesn't have a, she's not even in a relationship. So he rents like he, I guess he rents or buys out like this house in Oregon. And, you know, they have this, you know, he moves her in there and they have a, they swap out children like every three hours. So they hire child actors, like infants, like newborns and shit. And then she'll walk away and they'll sneak in, swap the kid out for another actor because they can only have, children can only act for so, like so many hours, I guess, at a time. And uh, so they do that. Every time they swap the, the child out, it's aged like six weeks or something. And... It, we are like, okay, so episode two is going to be this. But, like, at the end of the episode, the kid's only, like, six years old maybe or something. It's like, oh, so this is going to be a recurring one throughout the course of the, the show then. Because episode three then is him helping a guy, like, try and talk to his brother about collecting his inheritance. But even then, like, that takes a – that's, like, partially there. But, like, the woman and raising the child are, you know, even, like, a major part of the episode. And then – Episode four, which we just watched, is still like that's a huge part. Of, like it seems like the show is revolving around this woman and the child for so much of it, and it's it's super funny. But at the same time, you're like, what the fuck is happening here? And he really blurs the line between like what is real, like who, how many of these people are actually paid actors and actresses, and how much this is actually set like. You know to an extent that a lot, like a certain part of it is obviously set up, and obviously the entire scenarios are set up because it's a rehearsal for like the real event. But like how many, how much of that is set up, and what's real? Like it's, it's so convoluted and creative. It's such a good show, but I'm, I'm so curious to see where it ends up because it's, like I said, you just cannot tell like what's real and what isn't. But you know that some of like a good portion of it is fake, and they show it on screen. And he talks to you about like, oh, I staged this. I faked it. It's like he's admitting to that. It, obviously an attempt to get you to buy into like the other stuff that he's not admitting is fake. But it's just he's it's so well done that you can't tell what's real and what isn't. It's just such an interesting show. So we've been watching that. But that's every that's a weekly show every like Friday at 11 on HBO. And we just watch it Saturday. I don't know. It's. That's been super interesting to watch, but other than that, there's just not a whole lot going on. I feel like COVID backed a lot of things up, and all that stuff came out at once then, and now they're like, oh shit, we should have been working on other stuff in between. So, I don't know. That's where we're at. 
not a whole lot else going on. Um, I guess I'll just cut. I'll I'll just cut it as a shorter episode this week. Like I said, I don't. I didn't have a ton to talk about. I was expecting a guest, and then it fell through, and then I fucked around until it was too late. Um, but yeah, no, I'm super excited to have W Energy as a sponsor now. Gonna be promoting the shit out of them. If we get 31 or more sales, we have the opportunity to create a custom flavor and or, and or a custom shaker uh, for their store. So I don't know how that how that'll work. I'm hoping we get the opportunity and uh, we'll see what happens. But yeah, check out, check out W Energy. Uh, just Google W Energy. The link will be in the description. That's our affiliate link. Use code DEADJESTER for 10% off your purchase. Yeah, try them out. I again, I was pleasantly surprised by how much I I enjoyed the the product. I, I actually do drink it every time I stream now, and I I drink it uh, off stream as well, like every other day or so, depending on uh, on what I'm looking for, depending on how I'm feeling. But yeah, check out DeadJesterProductions.live. Deadjust Productions on Twitch. Been streaming every Saturday for the most part when I'm available on Saturdays. I try and stream every Saturday. I'm home. Uh, Sunday nights I stream pretty frequently Monday nights I stream and then occasionally uh, once during the week as well maybe like a Wednesday or a Thursday so we're getting back into streaming and then we actually just got an editor who's going to put together some highlight videos for the YouTube channel as well so we're actually getting content out now which is good I'm going to be trying to get more of that done as far as like uh, skit videos or whatever just like one off sort of videos not gaming related Uh, we'll see how that goes I've been I've, I have don't know if I talked about it on the podcast, but I know I talked about it with a podcast guest recently where uh, I have them storyboarded. Like, I have the ideas and I have them storyboarded, but it's just filling in the gaps and figuring out how I'm going to shoot stuff um, and just kind of flushing all that out and actually making a video I'm happy with. Because while I enjoy videos like Conceal Carry Pillow, I realize that is such low-tier garbage content <laughs> that I want to make better better stuff than that so we'll see how it goes though and then obviously we have the i do my own research show which i've just been overwhelmed with the amount of information i've been trying to research for that because i don't want to put out a a low quality uh, product for that but working on a lot of things i know i say that a lot and then i don't come up with anything but i feel like we're actually getting content out now we're actually streaming now so this is a push in the right direction and i'm going to keep working on it but Thank you, everyone, for listening. I appreciate it. Hope you all have a great rest of your week. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you all next time. Bye.